wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Every organization must have a boss. Even if you are by yourself right now, there's no one on your team, quote unquote, in your life, your business, career, the organization is just you. You must be the boss. And thus, you must be the decision maker. Stayallday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOldJay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, a group decision. That phrase group decision is an oxymoron. There is no such thing as a group decision. I'll explain that in this episode. But before I do that, let me tell you a couple things. First of all, I send out a text message every single morning called the Daily Motivation. It goes to everyone who's in my text community. It is free of charge. All you got to do to get it is text me and let me know you want to receive it at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And tomorrow when I send that message out, since you have texted me now, you'll be getting that daily motivation. Also, I want you to text me as you are listening to this episode and tell me the best insight, idea, breakthrough, the soundbite, best thing you heard from this episode that you got from listening. Text me and tell me what it is. Make sure you reference the episode number as well so I know which one you're talking about because we got a lot of them here. So let me know what's the best thing you got from this episode when you text me at my number and you'll be getting that daily motivation starting tomorrow. Secondly, the next step for any of you to come into my world, some of you already know you want to go to the next step and you just want to know what it is so you don't have to go through all the jump over all the, the hurdles to get to it, is go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you will see the options for getting into my university with accessing all of my courses. That's where you can get coached by me directly. And I send out two physical mailings every single month to every member of my university. Again, that's at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Now, getting into the topic, group decisions and oxymoron. And the reason why it's an oxymoron, and I'll explain that in my points, but just giving you some intro here, this is similar to whenever people say, well, we, however many people there are in the group, they say we came to a group decision. It's similar to a person telling me that they ended a, they got out of a relationship and I asked them, okay, well, who ended the relationship? When I talk to, I've heard people tell me this. I say, who ended the relationship? And many of you 
have heard people say this. Some of you have probably used this yourself. And you will say, well, it was a mutual decision for me and my husband to get divorced. It was a mutual decision for me and my girlfriend to break up. Bullshit. It was not a mutual decision. The only way it could be a mutual decision is if both of you opened your mouths at the same time and said, this is over. All right. That's the only way it could be a mutual decision. You both said it at the exact same time. If that didn't happen, it was not a mutual decision. And the point today is that there are no group decisions. A group of people don't all come to the exact same decision all at the same time. And let me explain what I mean by this. Point number one, today's topic, again, group decision is an oxymoron. Number one, decisions are made by one person. Then they are sold to and or agreed upon by everybody else. So when there's a group and a group says we made a decision as a group, this is what actually happened. One person decided and then they sold everybody else on agreeing with their decision. That's what actually happened. In middle school and high school, for example, it would always be interesting to me how a bunch of people in class could all have the exact same opinions on multiple topics. And I would sometimes even call it out and say, like, how do all y'all got the same opinion? Like, how can everybody have the same opinion on this topic? And everybody who happens to be friends with each other had the same opinion. That doesn't quite add up. But I realized that the people did not have the same opinions on these, all these different topics. They didn't just happen to be completely mentally aligned on everything. It's just that people would just go along to get along. This is what usually is happening when people say that there was a mutual decision. It's going along to get along. This is what I talked about in episode 2020. And every episode of the show you can find at workonyourgamepodcast.com if you do not see it in the feed because it only goes back about 500 episodes. So going along to get along is what many people just do in life. It's a form of compromise, which is not necessarily a negative thing. It was a form of compromise that people use when they just don't want to deal with any type of conflict or pushback or backlash. They don't want any friction. So they just go along with whatever the group is doing, as long as it's not too let's say negative on them, for lack of a better phrasing there, well, it's not too much of a detriment to them. Many people will simply compromise on so many things in life. And then maybe when it's too late, they finally realize, man, I kind of went along way too much here in life and didn't really get anything that I wanted because they go along to get along so often. I talked about why being disagreeable is the key to your success in episode 1698, by the way. So if you want to know the other side of that, the flip side to going along to get along, it's tapping into your disagreeableness and not in a negative way. It's a character trait. And again, I explained that in episode 1698, if you haven't listened to that episode. But many people simply go along to get along because they just want to be socially connected to people or maybe you're already socially connected. So you go along to get along so you can remain friends with people. I sent out a text message in late December that said, let me see what I said in that text, said telling people the truth and needing to be liked don't mix. <laughs> telling people the truth, which is, i.e., whatever your actual opinion is or how you feel about a situation versus what the group feels and needing to be liked by the group, do not mix. See, if you're the type of person who wants to be a leader, want to be the type of person who wants to stand out and stand on your own two feet, and you want to be the type of individual who basically makes yourself unique, you won't be able to do that and go along to get along at the same time. You can't be a compromising individual if you want to be that type of person. Now, understand this is why, like I said, in middle school, high school, I would see this in school a lot, but this happens in adult life as well, that a lot of people would simply go along with everyone else because most people are not leaders. Right? Most people don't need to be leaders. Most people are not built to be leaders. Most people are not destined to be leaders. Most people need to be followers. They need to be part of the rank and file. So when I would see people all having the same opinion on something miraculously or coming to these oxymoronic group decisions, it always perplexed me. But as I got older, I realized, oh, most of these people are not leaders. And I'm talking about middle school and high school. A lot of these people I can 
sometimes I'll come across one of them and see what they're doing now. And I was right. All right. Most people are not built to be leaders. They're built to be followers. So that's why it makes sense. This show, though, is targeted towards people who are leaders. All right? And that's why we're having this conversation here. So if you find yourself going along to get along a lot, you should question. I'm not saying necessarily means that you're wrong, because sometimes you can compromise. You can compromise on things that don't really matter that much to you. But also you should catch yourself and question, all right, am I just going along to get along here because I'm afraid of conflict out of fear of you no know, pushback from somebody in this group? Or I am giving up something that it doesn't matter that I give this up. That's a question you should be asking yourself when you catch yourself going along to get along. Because some people just want to be socially included in the group and it doesn't matter what they have to give up to get it. The only way that a group actually makes a decision, the only way a group can make a decision is if everybody in the room already has the same view and the same opinion. So for example, you get a bunch of uh, people who have one political leaning in the room. You ask them about a broad sweeping topic that either favors their party or goes against their party. They may all have the same opinion so that you can call that a group decision, but is it really? Not really. It's really a group belief because they already had the belief when they walked in the room. So they didn't really have to make a decision. You get what I'm saying here? So that's the only way a group could actually make a decision. That usually doesn't happen because they already had the opinion or the view or the belief before they walked in the room. So there was no decision that needed to be made. Now, there is a such thing as group agreement, but agreement is not the same as a decision, as I just articulated. I can disagree with your decision, but still go along with it because I'm part of the group and I want to be a team player. So let's, let me see if I can think of an example, but even if I don't, in my background as an athlete, sometimes on a team, there's 10 to 15 people on a basketball team. Now, if the team says, all right, we got to come to a decision on X, Y, Z, whatever the thing happens to be. And we say, all right, well, we're going to take a vote. And I'm on the side of the minority. Let's say three of us vote for thing A, but the other 12 guys on the team vote for thing B. Well, majority rules. We got to go with thing B. Now, even though I didn't want to do thing B, I'd rather do thing A. I voted for thing A. Because I'm a team player, I'm still going to get on board and you know, be committed to thing B, even though I didn't vote for it. Why? Because I'm a member of a team. So that's group agreement. That's not a group decision. So when many people say group decisions, what they actually mean is group agreement. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is group decision is an oxymoron. Number two, every organization must have a boss. Even if you are by yourself right now, there's no one on your team, quote unquote, in your life, your business, career, the organization is just you. You must be the boss and thus you must be the decision maker. If you want your organization to be taken seriously, you must make decisions, then get the group all on the same page behind that decision. The reason every organization must have a boss is because the boss is the one who gets to make the final decision after all considerations. That's where the decision is made by the boss. And notice that wording, the boss, not bosses. The boss makes the final decision after all considerations, all arguments, all perspectives have been shared. The boss gets to make the final call or this is exactly what we're going to do. It's like football coach Bobby Bowden. Back in the day, he was a coach at Florida State, the football team back in the 80s and 90s. And Bobby Bowden once said, I have nine assistant coaches and they each get a vote, but I get 10 votes. In other words, whatever they decide, the nine assistant coaches doesn't matter because his final decision is the one that they're going to go with. Why? Because he understood he was the boss and they understood that he was the boss. This is why you can't have a group decision. There's no such thing. What if there are three people in a group and all three of you have a different idea on what to decide? How do you come to a group decision? Well, you don't. See, somebody has to be the boss who is the final arbiter of what the decision will be. And everyone else in the group needs to agree and fall in line with that decision of the boss. Whatever the decision of the boss is, if you're part of that team that that person is the boss of, you got to fall in line with that. That's why hierarchy matters. That's why having standards matters. That's why it matters that everybody knows what their role is on every team. 
when people don't know what their role is on a team, right, then you have problems. I talked about this in episode 1187, three necessary roles to fill on every successful team. Episode 1173, everyone is a role player, meaning everyone has to play a role. Being a boss is a role. Being the person at the bottom of the totem pole is also a role. Episode 834, knowing and accepting your role in sports, business, and life. You have to know what your role is in everything that you're doing. Episode 1702, if you want team success, you must have everyone in the right role. This is why hierarchy matters. And understand that people naturally as human beings, we put ourselves into hierarchies naturally, even when no one's telling us to do it. Even though I just said that hierarchy matters and everyone needs to know their role on the team. This usually happens naturally. If you leave a group of people together for long enough, let's say if you went to an event, you went to like a seminar and someone said, all right, I want everyone to break up into groups of six or seven people. And you're going to tackle these three problems that I just presented on stage. And then at the end, we're going to have each group. You're going to choose somebody to present and they're going to come up and they're going to explain how things are going to go. As soon as that group gets into that six or seven, within five minutes, some leaders will emerge. They're going to be the people who are kind of conducting the conversation. They're the ones doing the most talking. They're leading it. Maybe they're calling people out like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you want to say? Maybe you should do it. Maybe you should be the one who presents. Or you got good ideas on this. You handle this part. Leaders naturally emerge when you put human beings together. This is just social dynamics. So these hierarchies do matter, but there are also times where you must make clear what the hierarchy is. In sports, for example, sometimes you have more than one person who thinks they belong in a certain role, but there's only one of those roles to be filled. So it has to be clear who's who on this. In basketball, there are many times when I've either been on a team or watched the team where it was clear to me that there was more than one person on the team who thought they were the best player. And that's not going to work. Every team, we got to know who's the best player, who's the next guy, who's the next guy, who's the next guy. Everybody has to know their role. And when people don't know their role, you have problems. There's a story of LeBron James when he came back to the Cleveland Cavaliers his second time with the Cavs in 2014. Early in the preseason, they're in training camp practicing. And LeBron asked the coach if he could stop practice and call a team meeting. So he called a team meeting in the middle of practice, called all the players back to the locker room. And he went around the locker room with all the players on the team. And he started telling every player on the team what their role was, because it was clear to LeBron that there was no clearly established hierarchy on that team. And there were some people thinking that they were one thing when they actually were another thing. And because of the status that LeBron had attained at that point, because of what he had accomplished that, to that point in the season, I mean, his career, rather, the season that hadn't started yet, because of what he attained, had attained to that point in his career, he had the gravitas to tell other players, and they're all players on the team, he had the gravitas to tell them, this is your role, this is your role, this is your role. And his role was, clearly, he was making it clear right there. I'm the leader. I'm the one that's going to tell everybody else what their role is. And everybody fell in line in that team went on to the NBA finals four years in a row, winning one of those championships. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is there is no such thing as a group decision. It's an oxymoron. Number three, in any group, the decision maker is the leader. I just gave you an example of that. LeBron James on that team, he, before the season had even begun, made it clear to everyone, I'm going to tell everybody what their role is. And guess what? Nobody offered any pushback when he did it. The decision maker is the leader. So if you want to be a leader, reverse, this is just going in the opposite direction here. You got to make decisions. Any of you wants to be a leader, you must start making decisions instead of merely offering suggestions. And remember that decisions are real only when they are followed by tangible action. So understand that being a decision maker sounds good when I'm saying it here, but this can be a highly pressurized position, depending on how you look at it, because you have to make decisions on things sometimes when you're not sure if your decision is the right one. You won't know until 
things play out. All right. That's why a decision is a decision. All right. That's why a leader is the one who makes the decision, because if it was easy, then everybody can make a decision. Then we would have a such thing as group decisions. But we don't because making decisions is not easy. Sometimes you got to make a call without knowing for sure if you're right and not sure how things are going to go. And if it goes wrong, it's on you. This is the penalty of leadership. And a true leader, those of you who are true leaders, you want that pressure and you know that you will figure it out. However, it turns out, even if your decision ends up being wrong. So the question is, are you a leader or not? Because if you're a leader, you're not talking about group decisions. All right? Ain't no group decision. All right, you come to work on your game. Ain't no group decisions. All decisions under the headline of work on your game are made by me. In whatever organization you run, you may run more than one. You're on a sports scene, your family, your household, your business, whatever group you're in charge of at work. Any decisions made there, the final decision is made by you. I don't care what the subordinates say. I don't care if it's 10 of them and they all got an opinion and it's all the same, but it's different from mine. Guess what? We're going with mine. I get 10 votes. You get nine, I get 10. So are you a leader or are you not? This is a question that you need to answer through your actions of decision making. Let's recap today's class, which is group decision is an oxymoron. Again, it's like a person saying that our relationship ended and it was a mutual decision. That's bullshit. There's no such thing. Somebody initiated that conversation. That's the person who started it. And there's spreading. This is group decision idea is a concept of kind of spreading the responsibility around amongst the group. Understand leaders want all the responsibility. They want to take the responsibility. They don't want to spread it around and dilute it amongst everybody in the group. No leader actually does that. Point number one, decisions are made by one person. Then they are sold to and agreed upon by everybody else. And when you hear somebody say group decision, what they actually mean is a group agreement, which is not the same thing. Point number two, every organization must have a boss. Even if you are by yourself, you need to be the boss of yourself. If you want your organization to be taken seriously, you must make decisions, then get the group on the same page behind the decision that you have made. That's your job. And then you sell everybody on, okay, this is the decision. Here's why we're going to do it. And here's what I need everybody to do. The reason every organization must have a boss is because the boss gets to make the final decision after all considerations, all arguments, all perspectives. So this is why hierarchy matters. We need to know who the boss is. Who's the number one? Who's number two? Who's number three? We need to know that so that people can go through proper channels whenever they need something done. Any of you who works in any type of corporate setting, you know this very well. All right, there's a hierarchy and it's clear. And if you violate it, oh, you're going to know about it quickly. Number three, in any group, the decision maker is the leader. So if you want to be a leader, start making decisions instead of merely offering suggestions. And a decision is only real when it's followed up by action, by the way. And this can be a pressurized position because sometimes you're going to make a decision without having all the information. You don't know whether you're going to be right or wrong. Again, if making decisions was easy, then everybody would be a leader. Most people are not leaders. They don't want to be leaders because they understand this unconsciously, even if they can't articulate it. So the true leaders out there, you want this pressure. You want to be the one who is going to have it on your shoulders regardless of how it, fig- how it plays out. So are you a leader or are you not? All that said, text me and let me know the best insight you got from today's masterclass. My number is 305-384-6894. And go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you can take your next step with me to work with me directly. Get coached by me, get access to my courses and my monthly physical mailings. That is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text to send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.